morning. My name is Jay Roosevelt. I'm the co-founder and president of the Business of Cannabis. This is BFC Live for Tuesday, May 19th, 2020. For our Canadian friends, welcome back from May 2-4 weekend. For our American friends, I would encourage you to please register to vote as soon as possible. Business of Cannabis Live is a video and podcast production of the Business of Cannabis since 2017 through our web, social, video, podcast channels, as well as real world and virtual events. We've highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis industry. We encourage you to explore all that we do at businessofcannabis.ca. Before we get to our conversation with Ian Hayes and Mario Narek, Narek from Motive Labs, I uh, want to get to a few Business of Cannabis updates. Today is Tuesday, which is our Benchmarks Updates Day with our friends from Cannabis Benchmarks. Data on Canadian cannabis usage from T Statistics Canada shows that the number of users trended upward from the beginning of legal recreational sales in Q4 2018 through 2019. Cannabis Benchmarks anticipates that usage will continue to increase in 2020 at a greater rate on average than it did in 2019 due to more widely available Cannabis 2.0 products as well as more retail locations. For more information on this and all of Cannabis Benchmarks, visit us at businessofcannabis.ca. A few B of C announcements on Friday, this Friday, May 22nd, Alan Brockstein, the 420 investor and the founder of New Cannabis Ventures will be our Lunch and Learn guest talking about the state of cannabis investing. On Tuesday evening, May 26th, we'll be back with a relaunch of our networking series, Cannabis Forward. On the 26th, thanks to a partnership with Robic, we'll have a coast-to-coast -coast retail perspective, which will feature Jeremy Jacob of Village Bloomery, Nathan Meisen from Fire and Flower, Lara Wood from Cannabis New Brunswick, Mimi Lamb from Supret, as well as a presentation from Liz Tahura from BDSA. Visit businessofcannabis.ca, go to the events page to find out more and to register. As well, that event on the 26th will have a face-to-face, -face, albeit virtual, networking opportunity, so please sign up. It's not to be missed. Our sister publication, Report on Psychedelics, has two new podcasts out today. Their weekly briefing and a conversation with Bright Minds. As well, they have a webinar coming up on Thursday, May 28th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Check out uh, reportonpsychedelics.com. As always, find us, Business of Cannabis, on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And later this week on B of C Live, Liz Tahura from BDSA will be talking about not only the event on the 26th, but some other exciting things in the works. On Thursday, Imran Khan from Detonate Cannabis, who, if anybody's been to a trade show in the cannabis sector over the past two or three years, you know Imran Khan, or certainly Detonate's work. On Friday, Zygmunt Stravchinsky from, Pro from Potec Power will be talking about how uh, licensed producers and other big users of electricity in Ontario can save money. We will also be checking in with a number of new retailers in Ontario this week, including The Friendly Stranger. As always, thank you to our ongoing partners, Cannabis at Work and Cannabis Benchmarks, for their ongoing support of all things business of cannabis. Now, on to our conversation with Mario Narek and Ian Hayes from Motif Labs. Enjoy. Ian Hayes, Mario Merrick, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. So you guys are with Motif Labs. You just got the holy grail. I think you found it. You got the license from Health Canada. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what you guys do. But Mario, love to go to you first. 
tell us the startup story of Motif. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been a, it's been a quite a long journey, but uh, this, this all started um, actually in 2016. I got a pitch deck for, for another LP and uh, they were asking for, I think, you know, $5,000 tranches pre IPO. And I read the deck and realized what was going on in the industry. I had no idea cannabis was about to get commercialized. Um, and at the time I was working in oil and gas, uh, I took a few weeks of vacation, went down South uh, to the various States that were legalized, saw that, the amazing amount of products that they had even even back then that we hadn't even heard of in Canada and I, I realized that you know that transition to get to those products really comes with a with an extraction lab and, that, and that's kind of how the, the idea was born um, everybody was talking about cultivation space um, you know getting flower products to medical patients but you know the meanwhile in the states everyone was buzzing about beverages and vapes and edibles and so it got very exciting um, so I, I put together, you know, a loose business plan um, and, and had the opportunity to pitch my idea after kind of developing it for, you know, a few months at uh, Western University's Accelerator Program. Uh, and, and interestingly enough, Ian was one of the judges uh, at, at, the day, at that day. Um, I didn't get into the Accelerator Program, but I did manage to steal one of the judges, which was, uh, <laughs> it was very exciting. So Ian, Ian became my personal mentor for, you know, three, four months. As, and as we got to know each other, uh, we, we got really comfortable with each other. We realized that we really kind of complement each other well. Uh, and then he jumped in and joined me full time. I jumped in full time and uh, kind of the rest is history. It's been a, it's been a whirlwind. Uh, I'll, and I'll let Ian uh, provide his perspective too. Well, it's, it's, it's yeah, also, it, so I, I want to get to it, but, but it's also, I mean, the fact that you saw that was going on in the States and wanted to bring it here. And now in this spring, summer, fall, there's going to be more outdoor cultivation in Canada, indoor cultivation. And it's sort of, it's, you know, hitting the right time, the right place, right time, all those things. Yeah. I'd love to hear sort of from your perspective, from judging to joining. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, you know, I, I was actually running the entrepreneurship program at Western university. I, I previously been in the startup world in the software space and, uh, yeah, set up the kind of incubator accelerator programs at Western and was working with a couple hundred startups. And uh, it was around 2016, 2017 that the first kind of cannabis related startups started coming in my door as well and uh, started to learn, learn a whole lot about the industry and kind of the opportunity. And uh, early about three, four months after I uh, had started getting interested in the space, uh, here comes Mario in the door for the, for the accelerator program. And uh, I could just tell right away, he's the kind of guy I, I wanted to work with, you know, uh, again, running a program like that, I think you see just all shapes and sizes of entrepreneur and, and sort of people who you believe in who can execute and, and with the technical skills. And, uh, you know, Mario coming in as, as kind of a chemical engineer, uh, really did a compelling job of explaining sort of the gap he foresaw that would be arising kind of in the Canadian industry a couple of years down the road. And uh, yeah, like Mario said, I mean, I, I got involved for a few months uh, just in my capacity as uh, Western as, as kind of helping as a mentor for the startup and, and very quickly realized uh, it was time to jump back into startup land for me. Uh, so convinced the family, got everyone on board uh, again uh, to get on the roller coaster and uh, yeah, left my job soon after and we've been at it ever since. So, Well, uh, I, I love, I, it's, it's a very compelling story. You guys know that. Uh, you've been telling it for some time. I'm sure people tell you that all the time, but it rarely happens where, uh, so uh, startups are challenging. Startups in heavily regulated industries are challenging. Startups in heavily regulated industries where you're trying to be a very specific slice that is technically challenging and regulatorily challenging as well. It takes a lot of um, uh, planning, thought, strategy, execution, all of those things. That's in the best of times. Um, 
this is not, you may have noticed, this is not the best of times. These are challenging times to do anything. Uh, what does it mean for you guys to be able to sort of bring this over the first finish line, I guess, through licensing um, in the midst of, you know, a global, you know, a global shit show um, that is, that is uh, a pandemic. So talk a little bit about that. Maybe Mario, talk a little about that, sort of what it means in the sort of arc of the business or, or has it not changed that much because you guys have been head down anyway? Um, you know, I, it's, it's definitely interesting. It's a, it's a new variable that we have to deal with. I mean, it, it impacts everything we do on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, even just, even just running safely and being able to keep our employees safe and healthy, uh, adds an additional layer of challenges to what is already a very challenging facility to, to operate within the regulatory framework. But I mean, I think what's exciting is, you know, cannabis is still something people need and are consuming both recreationally and medically. Um, I think, you know, the pr products are proliferating. You're, you're telling us, you know, you're seeing all sorts of retailers coming online. So we're, we're actually in a pretty interesting time in the space where I think it's still moving forward. And I think, uh, you know, our services are still really required to get that biomass through to those finished goods. So although it's challenging, um, it's also very exciting. Uh, we're kind of like, I see us as a second wave of LPs. We're, we're launching in a time where, you know, it's all about execution. Um, and the only way you're going to succeed is by delivering on your promises. And, uh, you know, although it would have been fun to ride the crazy initial wave, I think it's going to be even more fun to show uh, how well we can execute in a time that's this uh, challenging. Yeah, I think a lot of the people that rode that first wave aren't having a great time now, or they're sort of polishing up their resumes. Uh, uh, frankly, to, to be honest, and I don't mean that, you know, I don't mean that to be flip. I mean, you know, this is a time, as you guys have stated, sort of execution and, and even focus. And I want to talk a, a bit about sort of, you mentioned the facility itself. Talk a little bit about that and sort of any differentiators you guys see between what you guys are doing and others, and just how complex it has been to sort of get it up and running and, and what it looks like, what it feels like. Ian, I don't, you want to take that? Uh, we'll, let my, we'll let Mario take that one. That's his baby, so. <laughs> well, jump in, please. Um, yeah, the facility, I mean, it's been, it's been a roller coaster, obviously. Uh, you know, but once we got through all the hurdles that were actually preventing us from being able to build out our site, um, which were many, we lost the site, we, we couldn't get permitting for a while. We, we actually got our green light to start building in, you know, late September. And ever since we got regained that control, we've, we've been really executing um, very quickly. I mean, we went from nothing to evidence package within January. Um, you know, now a few months later, we're actually licensed. So the facility is up and running. Um, it, you know, we're with, we're going to be, you'll be seeing a, a video circulating uh, in the news to kind of give you a sense of what the facility is like. Uh, we built out a 12 and a half thousand square feet. Um, our site is focused on extraction. Um, we, out of the gate, you know, we've always been very much about focus and clients are approaching us about all sorts of different product slates, but we're really limiting it to, you know, winterized oil, distillate oil and vaporizers right now. Uh, in particular, vaporizers for, for all the people that are looking to get some products on the shelves. We want to own that space. We want to become experts. We are experts already and we want to bring that to our clients. So the facility has been built to GMP standards. Um, everything in it has been designed to be able to, you know, abide by that. Uh, level of rigor and you know we we're launching with maybe 20 or 30 percent of the capacity we're going to be capable of, of moving uh, eventually so day one we can do about 50,000 kilograms of processing but you know we have the capability without any more expansion to get up to like 200,000 kilograms um, so a lot going on yeah and just to follow on to that I want one thing I would add Mario touched on briefly at the end there but uh, 
you know, our, our mantra is really kind of under promise over deliver, which I, I think is much needed in this industry right now. We, we say no to a lot of opportunities and we kind of stay in our lane because there, there's definitely a lot of exciting things going on, but you know, it doesn't necessarily mean we need to be doing all of those ex exciting things going on. And uh, I really think, you know, doubling down on our facility and, and what our focus is going to be out of the gate is, is really going to help us in the long term. Yeah. And what do you see, you know, um, uh, so we've got, we've, we've covered sort of the startup to, to the build, to the facility, to the licensing, and a little bit in the future. Like, what, where do you see the next three, six, eight, 12 months going for you guys as you, as you ramp up from day one to your full capacity, as, um, as the industry evolves, more products at the shelves, more people want more products, more variety, all those things. Like, where, where do you see the sort of, where do you see your guys going in sort of capacity and, and all those things sort of over the next uh, couple months? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, I think the key with that is, is we are flexible. Like think as, although we're focused and driven, you know, things are changing so quickly that, you know, our original plans for our, our massive extraction room, you know, may, maybe that doesn't get filled up in year one now. Right. And we focus a little bit more on, on going a little bit further downstream. Um, I think out of the gate, you know, our biggest challenge is uh, making sure we are partnering with, uh, you know, clients who are going to be around for the long haul and, and, you know, who have strong balance sheets and, and a really good strategy themselves. And so we're really seeking, you know, those partners we can grow with, you know, they don't necessarily have to be big companies right now, but we're doing a lot of due diligence up front, I think, on, on companies and brands that we believe in that we think we'll be able to grow and scale with, uh, which will all, but again, also help us by not uh, getting into that kind of over-promising, you know, we, we want to start small with, with all these brands and, and kind of grow with them and bring on capacity as we go. We got to run before we sprint. And uh yeah, so we're, we're going to ramp up slowly. We're going to add to our team in, in kind of a way that allows us to operate safely. Uh, this pandemic's not, not going away tomorrow. Uh, so we need kind of that long-term plan for, you know, what's the next year, year and a half look like kind of under these conditions that we're living in, in terms of keeping everyone safe at the site, uh, being able to grow to satisfy kind of investor shareholders uh, and work with some really cool brands and bring some awesome products to market. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because, you know, um, God, we've been talking about sort of the Canadian legalization process since 2016, 2017, a lot in 2018, 2019. And this was going to be the year where sort of retail expanded considerably, new products hit the shelves, sort of 2.0 products. We got into top, like all the things that were sort of promised, you know, and then March, whatever it was, 13th hit and like, holy shit, the world's shut down. So it's, it, but as Mario was saying, like there's still incredible demand for these products. Uh, people want cannabis. They want a whole array of products, which they don't really have yet, sort of in quantity at scale. But, you know, they are begging for it and want it a great deal. And I think, you know, the, the timing of your licensing, the timing of what you guys are doing, marrying up with the expansion of retail on one end and, and demand for new products is, uh, it must feel pretty good. <laughs> Does it? Feel, it feels amazing. Honestly, it feels amazing. Uh, Getting the license has been kind of this like distant dream for such a long time. And, and when you're getting through the process and you're getting to that finish line, you're at the finish line, you know, it, you definitely have full confidence in yourself the entire time, but it's almost like, will it ever happen? And so when it happens, I mean, it's just, it's really just finally unlocking our ability to, to prove ourselves. Um, and and it, it is an extremely exciting time. And I think uh, we've got, we've got a lot of work to do. I mean, it's, a, you know, ever since we got the license, our, our phones have been ringing off the hook and it's really about, 
like Ian said, picking the right partners, um, selecting brands that we believe in, uh, that we think are going to last, and, and that we can contribute to in, uh, in terms of you know, making those high-end formulations. Uh, we really want to make sure that the quality and the price point's there because we still have so much of the market untapped being consumed by the black market. And so doing everything we can to kind of, to kind of pull that forward into the, into the legal market. Great. Well, Ian and Mario, I really appreciate the time. It must be an incredibly busy time because the phones are ringing off the hook. There's a lot to do, a lot to get up and running. But thank you for your time. Congratulations to you and the Motif team. We'll connect with you guys down the road. Sounds good. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Jake.